RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition, a special MLK live stream. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. A couple subjects I want to bring to your attention, uh, especially around this, uh, the World Domination Summit, or I'm sorry, the Davos Agenda, just taking place this week and next in regards to how the globalists are trying to come together on ways of further destroying humanity. But we'll get to that. Anyway, hope everyone's doing well. For those that are new to the community, feel free to let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027, we'll love to hear your voice directly and find out what's on your radar. And as always, I want to make sure I give everybody a chance to let their voice be heard. So topics, any any topics whatsoever relevant to the subject matter, we'd love to hear what you keep an eye on. So definitely let me know via the chat or call in and uh, let your voice be heard. So hope everyone's doing well. Let me acknowledge a couple people. Then we'll jump into a couple articles. Then I'll open up the phone lines. We'll love to hear from you guys directly. All right. We got Jojo Wave checking in. We got Ed Hammond. We got uh, Nisus uh, for Jesus. OK, <laughs> appreciate you, my man. Uh, or, yeah, assuming uh, appreciate you. I'm not sure if it's man or woman, but we got Faith Parent checking in. We got Gene. We got uh, let me see here. See if DC Precise. We got Daryl checking in. We got Pablo Pino. We got Rolf. We got Boss Player T Maximus checking in. What's good? All is well. Uh, we got Jay over here. Appreciate you guys. We got the one they call Louie. We got Carl checking in from Mexico. How you doing, Carl? Jason checking in from Los Angeles. Uh, Raw fail. Okay, fair amount of people. Jermaine checking. In. Appreciate you guys, man. As always, for you know, bless me with your time and presence. So uh, hopefully, this live stream has a little bit more, um, or it helps further connect some of the pieces of the puzzle together to get a bigger picture as to what's going on beyond what we're being told or lied to from the mainstream news. But anyway, uh, so the Davos kicked off today, and of course, there's all types of subjects out there. We're gonna definitely get to all that. But what I've been keeping an eye on is basically uh, the events unfolding out of China, because I think uh, that could be the those dominoes that are falling right now could have a, a worldwide uh, impact, definitely, because it's all based upon um, Ponzi scheme lies. What I mean by Ponzi scheme lies, debt. Too much debt is no longer sustainable by any government. Even the institutions can't sustain it. So things are coming down. And of course, I'm going to play through a couple articles here. But uh, what really caught my attention was the person that kicked off the Davos agenda uh, speech today or a whole little situation. I got the whole schedule here in front of me. But Xi Jinping, so I'm going to jump right into the article. Uh, just the headlines itself. You know, just but that should definitely lets you know what the rest of the world thinks about the West. Western nations decided to uh, come out with the narrative that they're going to, as Xi Jinping saying, this is the wrong time to be pumping the brakes because it's going to be a negative spillover. So I'll read through this a little bit. And uh, of course, I'll link all this down below the video. But it says China warns against rapid, rapid. He didn't say just ordinary, but he's concerned with rapid increase uh, interest rates rather. And so one of the things I always mention is that because the dollar is our lie, our assets, but the world's liabilities and everything denominated in dollar ultimately comes down to being somebody else's asset as well as liability. And so as rates are there, they're, 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 they're playing with the words. As, as I mentioned with Mike and Mario on Friday, they're talking big. They're going to attempt to, they're setting us up for something that I don't think will actually take place, but yet other leaders or other individuals around the world are concerned what's going on here. But I'll just read a little bit of something, what he talked about in his opening spiel. I actually just watched it 23 minutes uh, it, it looks like the world 
and especially the Klaus Swab and all those individuals there looking towards uh, Xi Jinping as being a major player in this next, uh, as I, I don't want to say the words, but next order or order that they're trying to construct with this whole fourth industrial revolution, which, of course, that's uh, a lot of what they're talking about as well. Again, it says China has won the U.S. and Europe against a rapid rise in interest rates that would, quote, slam on the brakes of the global recovery of this pandemic, the global recovery. So what he's been saying is by raising interest rates, you're further drying up the spigots. You're, the, the, the higher the rates gets to where it basically threatens the, the so-called uh, recovery, but we all know it's not really recovery, but they stop providing liquidity by being accommodative, by buying up all types of debt instruments, that supports the credit market and things like that. And so that's one thing he's concerned with, but it's the fact that they're doing it at a much faster pace than normal, which is of concern or should be concerned to all of us. Central banks should maintain monetary stimulus on quote, a serious economic consequences says from the spillover effects that with developed markets from uh, bearing the brunt. So basically by them tightening up, by them entice tightening so fast, it's going to have a snag of spillovers that will cause severe consequences for the developed markets because they're the ones that's heavily uh, indebted to uh, other nations in dollar terms. So it just talks a little bit more about, uh, it says, if major economies slam on the brakes or make a major U-turn in their monetary policies, there will be serious negative spillovers. They uh, they would uh, present challenges to the global and economic financial stability and developing countries. So raising rates presents a global it threatens to cause issues with the global and economic financial stability in developing countries worldwide. So basically saying they raise rates game over. And so what is the Fed doing? That's the, that's what this is all about. This is a, in my opinion, once again, a setup for something <sighs> this spring, man. And then to piggyback on that even more, uh, just the, the narrative around this whole pandemic or experiment that's going on is also changing as well. And so here's a headline from Zero Hedge came out earlier that plays more into like what's what's what do they have planned or what do they invent or what have they concocted that will probably come to fruition this spring when you have the Pfizer CEO talking about, you know, this spring, which, I, you know, start spring starts to end of March, you know, will return to normal. And so first thought came to my mind is, OK, if things return to normal, then I mean, they won't be able to push no more of their drugs on the planet. So something doesn't line up, because if we go back to normal, the way that they're trying to paint this narrative that we're going, then that means all the pharmaceutical companies, all the government's early pre-order sales of billions of dollars for uh, the vials that's not even needed. What happened to all that? So basically what I'm saying, this is a setup. You know, the idea of the Federal Reserve raising rates and doing all the things they're doing, something is up. And then you got the Pfizer's coming out saying that it's going back to normal. Even Bill Gates out here talking about Omicron is, is less severe and it, and it could help end things by the end of this year. I'm thinking like, OK, this is a setup. Be careful. Be careful. So once again, more of a uh, awakening moment for everybody that's in tune to realize that something is going on outside of, what, of course, what we're being told. They're giving us. These, these dates and time frames that can help us understand that between now, springish, like I said, the next 90 days are going to be something or no other, in my personal opinion. But anyway, let's keep moving. Uh, let me see. Let's keep it. Let me get a couple more articles here. Uh, here's another one here. 
just to, just to paint a picture as to how bad things are in in China itself. Let me open this up here, and let let me know on, on your guys' end for those tuning in. Am I if I am I lagging? Is the video footage lagging? Because I want to make sure it's not. Because I'm not sure how to correct that. But let me know if everything is flowing smooth with the audio as well as the video. But a couple more articles here. Then I would love to get your thoughts on what you guys can keep an eye on. A Chinese developer bond route deepens on hidden debt concerns. So not only are all these real estate development companies heavily indebted, because that's a part of their business model of you know taking funds from early investors and probably not really delivering, but basically getting as much uh, you know currency as they can from their investors. But this little issue here is that you know there's more debt than they're even reporting, and this particular company here, you know when it talks about their their, their bonds basically just losing. I mean, the boys is not they losing value heavily. Here it says a Logan Group company note due in 2023 sank 14 cents to a record low of 62.9 cents from debt wire reported that, which could be on the hook for 812 million of the guarantees on outstanding obligations due through 2023. So mind you, all this real estate debt that has been taken out in dollar terms that are a part of somebody else's portfolio holdings uh, stands to be reneged upon this year, next year, every year until something gives. So uh, just more unpleasant news about the debt crises in China when it comes to the real estate sector. Another article here. This is uh, should be a concern as well, because typically, you know, you only cut rates when you're trying to spur borrowing call or borrowing rather. But it says China cuts rates on policy loans for the first time since April. Of 2020 and we know what happened in march pretty much the world shut down and then as a response as an emergency response they cut rates and here they are again in january of 2022 almost two years later they're cutting rates again you only cut rates when you're trying to incentivize people to borrow or in this case here help the current uh borrowers be able to fund or, or pay off their debts by dropping interest rates 10 basis points which is which seems minor, but in the bigger scheme of things, when you're dealing with hundreds of millions and billions, I'm sure that adds up to save you a couple of million dollars. So just more um, of what's happening inside uh, what we're being told. And then here's another one here that I couldn't pass up on this headline here. It says Davos Summit, President Xi Jinping speaks against confrontation, hegemony and bullying. So once again, those two words there, hegemony, of course, the dollar and being. Uh, the military presence of the United States all over the world <laughs> and them enforcing enforcing their will upon the world. So I thought that was interesting that Xi Jinping happened to mention that, mention that in his speech. And then keep moving, a couple more articles here. Just more ideas as to what's really happening, how bad things are, but they're being covered up. You know, the global bond under siege as treasury sell-off spreads. So here we have Australia and Japan. Yeah, borrowing costs are going up because people are getting are dumping you know, government sovereign bonds, which eh, who would want to actually hold something negative right now? Huh? I'm not sure, but it is, it is what it is. Keep it moving right along. Uh, India joins calls for global action on cryptos at Davos. So we have more uh, of a pushback against cryptos. We'll see what the global action will be. But these are all the things that the, as they call them, world leaders are working on right now. <laughs> and so, there, of course, there'll be more news to come later this week as to what's coming out of davos but if anybody's interested in keeping an eye on the events happening out of davos because these are the people that 
are basically controlling it or trying to control this transition to the world they want to take us into. And these are the people who are constructing what has always been talked about over the last several decades of the new world order. Every politician, every president has all have somehow, some way mentioned the words new world order out of their mouths. And these are the individuals that's trying to do that. And if you're interested here, here's the agenda here of everything that took place today. Everything is taking place. So, taking place uh, t uh, tomorrow. We got, you know, they talked about the fourth industrial revolution today as well. So this is, this was happening. All these people speaking and they're speaking favorably about global cooperation, digital inclusiveness, share stakeholder and all that type of crap. And of course, Xi Jinping's out here talking about how they've donated, you know, millions and millions of those things to the continent of Africa as, as aid and relief. At the same time, a lot of those leaders don't really want those things in their country. But anyway, those are some things that caught my attention amongst many other things, but I'm curious to hear what you guys have been keeping an eye on. Mine, it is a people's talk show, and it is no talk show unless you have somebody to talk to. So let's open up the phone lines and find out uh, what you guys have your eyes on, as, as well as feel free to throw out in the chat uh, some thoughts or whatnot. We can make it work. Let me see here. Keep it going. Uh, Gene, appreciate you for sharing those links there. Uh, let me go down the bottom. Uh, Jim Dick says 5G. It's about 5G. Kamala Gavin both care about friends. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming by now everybody has seen the videos, uh, footage from those train uh, riots, or I'm not sure they riots or loonings out in California where train tracks are completely just destroyed from all those uh, carts that have been opened up and carted all over the world. Uh, appreciate you. Stacker NZ, appreciate you, my man. Thanks for being a blessing. Yeah, feel free to give, give me a call, my friend. We'd love to hear what's going on in your neck of the woods. Let me put the phone number up here and we can chat a little bit. Curious to see what else is going on. And I want to play something today that just really is, is quite disturbing. I was, you know, not really going to touch on it just because I, you know, to, to continue to talk about Brandon is uh, kind of pointless overall. But he made a statement today that I just I was just dumbfounded. I didn't know I didn't know what to say, but I'm assuming you, you had to have saw it. If you did, let me go ahead and play it for you quick. It's a 10 second clip. <laughs> and uh, I think you guys will get a kick out of this because I'm thinking, like, is this off the top of his head? Is it, is it, are these his real thoughts would be my question. But let me play something for you guys real quick so you guys can hear what uh, the pretender and thief of this country. Is talking about here's something worthwhile but even dr king's assassination did not have the worldwide impact listen this one george floyd's mm -hmm. death did but even dr king's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that george floyd's mm -hmm. death did so he's saying george floyd's death is more important than martin luther king's in a nutshell. So when I saw that, I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm going to respond to that. That's just, that's in a ballpark of his own. I'll let you guys share two cents on that, but feel free to have at it. <laughs> Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hi, that's a, that's a tough act to follow. This is uh, Mike in Philadelphia. Mike, how you doing, my friend? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Good, sir. Uh, just wanted to uh, give uh, something that I consider regarding the, um, uh, very. I lost you there. You still there? 
Uh, you give go, go on once, go on twice. Anybody there? All right, apologize for that. Give me a call. Give me a call. Uh, XRP currency. Uh, you see the video train train package stuff, and uh, yeah, I saw it, shared it, and everything like that. So I talked. To, I just mentioned a moment ago how that it, it just you know my first thought when I saw. Cause I saw several, I saw a couple videos of those, you know, train, those, uh, rail carts being basically looted. And what, what hit me the hardest when I first saw it and the person, it was like, it sounded like a, it was a country guy in a car, just sitting inside his car recording. And the first thing came to mind, well, I, I, it brought it hit my heart. I felt, it made me feel sad. And man, it just, it was like, my, the, well, first, the first thought came to mind is, you know, these, those are my people, you know what I'm saying? Those are my people out there. And it's like, man, it's like it's just unfortunate that you know people, based on our depiction there, people were out there, you know, excited to 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 get some TVs and gadgets and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, like, man, like you know, those TVs and gadgets and all that stuff, it, it, that's not the answer. Like, and it just it made me feel bad because I'm like, everybody I saw in that video looked like me, and I'm like, man, this is we we've come, we've come a long way. And our, our world has turned upside down so fast to where people are actually out here doing that with a smile on their face, thinking that that's helping their situation better in their future. And they have no clue. And I'm like, it's just it shines a very bad light on America, as well as people with some melanin skin. And, and of course, uh, uh, you know, not even just you no know, uh, melanin people out there. It was all races out there. But it just made me feel bad. It just I mean, it made, made me sad. man. I'd be 100 percent. It's just a bad representation, man, for our people. Uh, nobody special finance, man. How you doing? Uh, we got. I want to definitely reach out to you. We got to connect. I'm curious to get your thoughts on China. I know you do a deep dive of doing that. So everybody, nobody special finance on YouTube. Check them out. Um, it says, what do you think about Reggie Middleton and Veritasium? Oh, man. Uh, so <sighs> a lot of thoughts there. So I actually, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, I had Reggie Middleton on the show back in 2016 or 17 before Veritasium even dropped. And he was talking big about him being a you know heavy crypto inventor, things like that. And I just brushed off for the most part, had him back on a year or two ago after things you know jumped off the SEC. And I realized he was on to something. And so as this patent has gone through, I think he's in a very unique position, but also a very dangerous position because uh, the whole idea of this cryptocurrency decentralized technology uh it was it's being done as a part of the bigger picture to transition us towards that digital world that they they want us in and i don't think they ever counted on an individual patenting a lot of the technology in the way he did which is a threat to them and i actually tweeted to him about how he was mentioning how nobody was paying attention he's not getting no mainstream attention and no 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 credit for his ip and i, and I told him like Everybody who's in crypto was sold on the idea that it was permissionless. And now that you own different characteristics of that whole technology, they now need your permission. And I'm like, that's not a part of the globalist plan. So be careful, because if you don't play along with what they want to do and you if and here's my, my thoughts are they'll let no single individual stand in the way of them accomplishing their agenda. And so, you know, it, it could be good if he cooperates and, you know, help plays his, plays his part. But if he doesn't, he can be in trouble, in my personal opinion, because if you need a man's permission, then is it really like that disruptive for a lot of those centrally controlled projects that basically infringe on his IP? So great, great, great investment. 
you know, for those that I got in early, but right now it, it belongs more so to the bankers in my personal opinion. But that's just uh, my two cents on that. But I uh, wish him the best. So he definitely, he, he was smart enough to, to patent a lot of the things that take this taking place now. So he definitely will get paid, but uh, yeah, it's, he's a good position to be in, but also concerning because it could be dangerous. But anyway, uh, thanks for that question, my friend. Feel free to throw out some more thoughts or questions. Call in. Let me know what else is on your mind. Uh, Nisa says, Jesus said, how can crypto, how can crypto coincide with green power? Uh, how can crypto coincide with green power? So that green power, to me, that's a that's a part of that whole climate change agenda. And it's more so how can they how can they meaning the institutions profit off of this transition digital? So green power it plays into the renewable energies and all that stuff that they're trying to promote as additional financial vehicles. Then you factor in the new ESG, which is a which is a sham in and of itself. It's like I saw Lynn Alden post something about, you know, ESG compliance and all the certifications you have to have is just like nfts is you know it profits those that have them but those who don't you know it's a sham but uh i don't see how so the the proof of work projects are the ones that i can see are can be energy intensive but then again proof of proof of stake and then there's all types of other proofs of whatever that's coming out that's less energy intensive so they are they can coincide together they can they can't operate in the same world but it's more so uh, how I think at this point, the question we should be asking is how will the bankers allow this stuff to move forward where they can where they can profit as well? Because prior to 2017, it was about how to disrupt the bankers. Now it's a matter of, you know, regulatory clearance and things like that so that the bankers can, you know, drive everybody bags through the roof. So. But then again, for those that are interested, you know, a lot of people have gotten paid, gotten rich. Uh, says, I appreciate you, appreciate you weighing in. I agree, centralized folks are vulnerable, yeah. And it's just amazing. Just look at the mainstream news. Like, here's a here's a good story that really, you know, really, really made me suspicious today. So, I was uh, just combing, combing the news throughout the day as I normally do, and I saw something that really made me question the narrative. So, on I think it was let me see, I'm gonna pull up the I'm gonna pull up the video here just because. It was, you know, it, it was ah, caught me by surprise like that. Here we have. Let me see. Let me see if I can grab this real quick. If I can find it, because it just it doesn't belong or does it is the question. So here is I'm going to play. I'm going to just show a little bit of a video. So here is an interview today, today on. Uh, let me see. Pull this on the screen. Here's an interview today on Fox. On Fox Business. And it's a small little interview, but it's an it's an interview for a cryptocurrency wallet but called Arculus. And so I've been keeping my eye on this project just because I like to stay in tune with everything in a, in a tech sector. And the question I that came across my mind is, why would Fox News be so interested in this new this, this project is about four years old four I'm sorry, four months old. And they're getting primetime viewership on a major news syndicate for a project that's new. And I'm thinking like, I know, so are this, is this paid advertisement or is this further furthering the agenda of helping people become more aware of this digi digital transition? Because this wallet here is it's not even tested. I would question it, yada, yada, yada. But when I saw this, I'm thinking like, you know, they're they doing, they doing paid advertising now. So Fox News is doing paid advertising more than likely for a try or untested, you know, cryptocurrency wallet. So it's just where it's like, why, you know, 
my question would be, why are so many mainstream news sources excited about bringing new people into the fold where no one's talking about, you know, precious metals or just, you know, the, the resource sector in general, all types of other commodities that are needed and extremely well, everything. I mean, the resource sector or the commodity spaces in, its, in itself, in comparison to the digital units and creation in existence. It's still very undervalued, but they don't talk about that type of stuff. You know, they talk about what's hot, what's new. And it's like it just shows how much of all this is planned. All these new syndicates are working together to pump this stuff. Mind you, they're all, you know, centrally controlled by a small few. So it's just very like it was, man, just really, you know, you know, it was just ah, disturbing. Anyway, keep it moving. All right. So banks not going anywhere. Cool. And banks are not going anywhere. Uh, you know, some people say they are. Some people say they're not. Uh, I think ultimately the, the the end goal is central control. And so I think all the commercial banks, apart from the two or three biggest ones, J.P. Morgan's, Goldman Sachs, maybe will probably be left standing, but in a different form. Just because once everybody is transitioned to the digital world and papers eventually removed out of people's possession, then there'll be no real need for physical commercial banks you know, around the around the country because everything can be done online. And especially through apps. So they'll they won't have the same use case as they have in the past because they'll there'll be no physical currency at some point in the future. Uh, da, 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 da. So I see a lot of talk about uh, say the gospel of Thomas. The church left it out on purpose. <laughs> so I see people ready to get into the spiritual side of things. Uh, constant reminder. Let me see here. SG's constant reminder that all these things, valuable things are only good when they con is on useless items would when it really matters. Yeah. Unless somebody else is willing to take it from you, you can be stuck holding something that, uh, yeah, you'll you get a chance to see what the value things really are when uh, stuff hits the fan. Uh, let me see here. Another thought. He says, healthcare workers from work, healthcare workers here, my religious exemption was denied due to being too vague, was told to resubmit a new one. You know where we're in serious trouble when they have plead my case to a corporation. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing, like, it, it, it's your religious viewpoints. And so how do you actually go about presenting something or submitting something that's suitable for them when it's your, it's your belief, just the fact that you have a belief that, 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 that is against what they're trying to make you do. It should be more than enough. And that's just signs of how things are really, you know, tightening up. Uh, SG says, Mike, she had too much honesty. See the video about wealth accumulation. They own, they openly admit that there is, well, it's, it's the yellow metal, but only inside when the scenes behind the scenes, no doubt they talk one thing, do the complete opposite. And that's why I always say, just look at what the central banks are doing. They are getting their weight up. Like it's going out of style. Like literally any minute now it will not be available. That's how fast they're accumulating metals. You got to ask yourself why. But of course, we all know that. Um, Punisher Six says the dollar store, everything is dollar twenty-five now. Haven't been in a while, but I remember hearing about that, talking about that a while ago. Uh, let me see here, religious Jesus. And then on another note, uh, since I let me see, I haven't missed any calls, so feel free to give me a call if you got one. Let let your voice be heard. We'll love to hear what's going on. Here's something I thought was interesting as well. <laughs> we have the uh, El Salvador's president, Bukele. He's basically so Moody downgrades El Salvador's sovereign debt due to their Bitcoin trades. And the president of the country says breaking El Salvador. Don't give a. <laughs> and so, 
of course, that's got, you know, Peter, Peter Schiff went crazy on that when he was going crazy, you know, talking about if you don't care about your nation, you must not care about your people. So it's, you know, yeah, that's, that's interesting there. Not too many presidents, you know, quoted it, not caring about the debt that they issued and the investors that holding them. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? going on mike is dwayne from the midwest dwayne from the midwest what's going on with you my friend not much man all this all this talk about crypto 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 nfts um uh metaverse <laughs> mike watch my word yeah mike you're gonna you're gonna see people mm -hmm. who's gonna come up to you yeah probably about within the next four or five years they're gonna tell you that they're multi-millionaires, mm, okay, and they're gonna and they and they're gonna be at the bus stop. <laughs> yeah, like they're uh, gonna be in the metaverse. <laughs> in the metaverse, they're gonna be. They're gonna tell you that well, I'm a multi-millionaire in the metaverse. Yeah. But they're gonna be riding the bus, or they're, or they're gonna be living next door to you. <laughs> but they're gonna tell you they're multi-millionaire to you in the metaverse in the crypto space. Yeah. I have no seen, no I have seen more and more celebrities no now talking about you know living and having activity and, and of course buying land and, and and of course all the corporations are transitioning as well trying to get advertising space so the metaverse 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 yeah and it's so many it's so many different universes that they're trying to you know join so the question is when will they join them all that's going to be the concern at some point in the future they're going to try to merge all that together along with the CBDC stuff and everything in between but Mike, yeah. no one's going no one's looking at what you're talking about, the real resources, the mm -hmm. real assets. Right. Very true. Like so so the big corporations are gonna own all the real assets. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna have people running around here talking about talking about that they're in the metaverse. Yeah. Why why they have no weight, they have no land, they have no no, 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 nothing, nothing tangible. Yeah. But it's all gonna. Do you know how? How so? When um, um, Klaus Schwab says they'll own everything and they'll love it. Mm -hmm. Well, people. Oh. Well, well, we have to look at it. Yeah. People, what are they? In, what are they in love with? The right. metaverse. So you'll own you'll own nothing and be happy with it. And so assuming that you yeah. know, your life, your yeah. entire life somehow, some way will be transitioned into this digital world to where within that world is where you'll find your happiness is what you're saying, according to what way they're trying you to construct this. You got it, Mike. We have to be wise up. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Hey, man. Appreciate you, man. It's always good to hear your voice. Yep. Same here, Billy. Be good. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, just this whole fourth industrial revolution, man, transition the world. Digital, digitally is uh, what excites a lot of the institutions because they are getting in. It's and of course, like I always say, it's still early. You know, for the cryptocurrency space, it's still early because at some point, uh, and I and I can see how every every you know tech company now is coming out with their version of the artificial or virtual reality glasses to help them exist. And I I see videos of people you know, got the glasses on, they think they hold stuff <laughs> inside their little universe. So. But yet, you know, if you're an investor in that, you get in early, you will definitely, uh, yeah, you, you do well financially speaking. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve, Beamer Region 9. Steve, what's going on with you, my friend? Hey, while we're talking about the metaverse, uh, I sent you an article earlier today okay. uh, about a woman who about a woman who said that she was sexual. <laughs> sorry about oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> she was sexually assaulted. 
Yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> people, people are nuts, man. Is this where it's going to go? Is, is uh, this... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 when I saw this, man, I'm thinking, like, I, don't, I didn't know what to say because I'm thinking, like, how exactly did that play out? Like, just some hands reach out and, like, <laughs> and, I was, and do like this, <laughs> and she felt violated. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, crazy man. It's not like she was offended as if it really happened to her or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but think about this. The fact that the story it made a headline. New York Post posted this, and I'm assuming her lines in some way, like some way I can get paid off this, like bring this to the forefront and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna file a lawsuit against you know somebody, the person individual or the website for hosting this type of stuff. So uh, it's, it's, you know, how, what, what is she, what's her, what is she standing game by doing this? Because it's, it's definitely embarrassing on her part, unless she's going to get paid out for this of some kind. Hey, she, she can file, she can file her, uh, her assault claim in the metaverse court. <laughs> yeah, well, the, sad, the sad thing is, if it's not one there in somebody's universe, I'm sure it's coming because they, they're going to try to copy yeah. everything that's in the real world and put it in verse. And you know, to that same point there, I was thinking about, how in Genesis, you know, a part of the blessing that humanity was given is the dominion over this realm here. And isn't it interesting how Satan's trying to twist that and make the people and entice people for riches in a digital version that has no real natural substance? There's no protons, electrons, neutrons, atoms, those nothing real in that virtual world. But Absolutely. then that's where we're being directed towards get forfeiting, giving up our our blessing and dominion rights. We're entering into another universe that doesn't even belong to mankind. It's whoever programmed that particular universe you're entering, it belongs to them. And it's by their rules. Cool. That's uh that's some interesting. Correct. Stuff. And, and, there's, and there's and there's two people, there's two people, two separate people. Mm -hmm. One person bought one one person bought uh, a virtual house or whatever, a metaverse house yeah. that doesn't even exist yeah. for, for like six hundred grand and, and then somebody else bought a house quote unquote next to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I saw that for four hundred something thousand dollars. The stuff doesn't even exist. Yeah. It doesn't even exist. And that's the thing, like how can uh, you really, you know, how can you really enjoy things like that that's not even real? And I, that's that's where I'm trying to figure like how can you really get a chance to experience that those items when they're not real. So speaking of which here's another article here. It says a virtual yacht sales in the sandbox metaverse for six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a virtual yacht and it looks like it looks like it looks like legos like legos floating on fake water somebody paid six hundred and fifty thousand but the sad thing is you know and this is how it's twisted that's an actual investment because there's gonna be other idiots that, that pay to ride on that thing like he's gonna throw parties on that thing and virtual parties and you're going to do all types of crazy stuff on our yacht and people will pay to show up. So that's sad enough. So it, it, are you, it's like, who's the fool, the person who bought the yacht or the people who's going to, you know, he's going to spend, like he's going to rent it out, probably put the yacht on Airbnb in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Airbnb oh, on metaverse. Yeah. It's craziness, man. But oh. Hey, somebody, they, they, what's funny is the, the lure and opportunity of, of making money right now in this technology space is too strong to pass up. Everybody and their mothers, getting in nfts and when you see articles of kids in third world countries making a million dollars off pictures of themselves you know something's not right something's wrong it's, it's, it's too it's becoming too easy now and it could be benefit Correct. because of, it could be benefit of technology true 
as well as creativity. But then again, you got to ask yourself, all those funds, like, you know, what will it get you in the future? That's the problem. Like, the more that stuff is easily made, if it's not taken care of and done something with positive in the real world, are you really holding on anything? It's just digital digital legends transfer back and forth on somebody's ledger. <laughs> yeah. Correct. And, and that would go that would go back to that show on Netflix, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the episode, but there's well off on there about the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just blows your mind to go, people really going to get sucked up into that? Yeah. Wow. Blacked out. Hey, man. Appreciate you. Anyway, Hey, 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 one last thing too yeah, uh, on on Red Milton. Yeah. I, I, I hope he, I hope he, uh, I hope he has eyes in the back of his head because we all know how things go. With, mm-hmm. with, uh, if he starts pushing too hard against the system, if right. you want to put it that right. way, and he has first uh, experience already too, so it's not like he's new to the game. So I'm assuming he he's going to be cautious with you know how how uh, aggressive he's going to be with uh, trying to enforce his uh, IP. Or just bring it to people's attention. Yeah. Let, let, and here's the thing. Yeah, we don't. He, he, you know, like, like lawfully, he has a case that, you know, any court hearing, any court should easily be able to, you know, give him the thumbs up as it being an infringement on his IP. But yet, in a corrupt world where laws is being distorted, you know, the rule of law is already questionable. I can imagine some of those court proceedings, if he was to go to court on certain projects or whatnot, they just like, you know, if he, they could somehow, some way prolong those things or, or throw it out without acknowledging his rights. And that's, that's what I concern because in this current time with nothing makes sense, I, I wouldn't trust all those judges and jurors to actually make the rights decision for things like that. You know what I'm saying? So it might look good, but until actually he wins something, then, you know, he's going to have an uphill battle to fight, I think. Oh, absolutely. He, he's up against some sinister forces. There's, there's just no way around that. Right. Uh, we just don't want to see him end up, you know, his brakes gave out on his car. Right. Or, he, or he slipped on a banana. He slipped on a banana peel on a bridge and fell off. Yeah. You yeah. know, that, yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. So, so I see uh, Daryl say anyway. his patent is only good in certain countries. So Japan and the U.S. is where he actually has uh, been. It's been certified to be his. So, but U.S. is the leading country, uh, you know, dom- uh, of the world financially speaking. So, you know, I think all, you know, especially now that you know Bitcoin mining is predominantly done here in the U.S. You know, everything on being t- on top of that is being built here, kind of, sort of. So he he has a chance of you know disrupting a lot of things as far as the globalist agenda with CBDCs because even that I think even the CBDCs fall as possible patent infringement. So we'll see. But it's going to be interesting here in the crypto space because yeah. if Reggie makes some noise, you know I'm hoping he makes some noise and disrupts some things in in a, in a I want to say that in a negative sense, but really bring light, Let's expose a lot of these institutions. And get those guys out of the game because we really don't need we really don't need institutional adoption. We just need central banks themselves are going to destroy currencies and not, and that currency is going to make its way into real things as well as the crypto space. So I don't think we really need all uh, that adoption that people are preaching. So that's just my opinion. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he gets himself some good uh, uh, security personnel around him. Yeah, because uh, those, those, those people are sinister that he's dealing with. Right. Very true. Um, well, hey, man. Appreciate anyway, you, Steve. I'm going to let you go. Thanks for calling, my friend. Take care. Yep. Bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Wish him the best, and we will keep it moving. Anyway, uh, yeah, more more stuff is happening, man. So Davos is the rest of this week. It's going to be interesting. I think it's good to keep an eye as to what those so-called leaders are concocting against humanity, because I call it the, uh, what is that, what I said earlier, the uh, World Domination Summit, because all those individuals are 
all on a take. They're all trying to get what they can out of it. Let me give you a list of some of the attendees that will be there or that's there because they have, I think it's this week and next week. This week is the online version. And so next week, uh, the 21st, 25th, 29th, or two weeks from now, I think, is another kickoff of their agenda. But look, look at some of the attendees. We got Macron. We got uh, the president of EU. We got Merkel. We got Xi Jinping, South African president, all these uh, deep state operatives here. They're in attendance. You better believe me. They're not just talking uh, about how to uh, make your life easier. They're talking about how to further their control and remove our property from us. Anyway, um, people, I appreciate you for hanging out with me tonight. If you have enjoyed the back and forth and uh, also the calls are checked in and, and the back and forth in the chat, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Be back at it again tomorrow. And other than that, as always, you know, make sure you guys connect to share your two cents throughout the day. The Discord as well as the Telegram, the best way to connect with the community off air, share articles, videos, and whatnot, things that uh, you keep an eye, you keep your eye on. And then I usually grab a lot of those articles and bring them to the live stream and uh, share it with you guys back and forth. So uh, other than that, but let's keep it, keep at it tomorrow, man. Hope you guys stay well. Let's end, close off a little bit of prayer as we always do. want to definitely uh, lift up the Lord and acknowledge him for his blessings upon us and that, uh, and his provision in the days ahead, because we definitely will need it in this country heading into 2022 even more so but uh on a good side of things it's always good to be a uh, one step ahead as far as what the enemy's concocting and planning so we can pray on that let the lord get involved and while we're doing all that it's only natural to do the practical things of preparing as best you can doing something a little bit extra outside of what you normally do just so you can have a little bit of a uh, cushion underneath you while the, everything uh, around you unfolds but anyway Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather tonight, and I just ask you bless every single person that tunes in to this live stream tonight, as those who watch the replay, that you bless them in the all that they put their hands to, that you allow them to speak boldly and confess your name and just your just share their testimony with other individuals, drawing them into the family. Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and mercy, and we ask you to be with all those in position of power, that you would give them a heart after your very own to make decisions on behalf of your people in a righteous way. Father, we just thank you for your goodness and kindness, all in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, people. That is all she wrote for the night. As always, all the information you need for the connecting with us. And I encourage you. One thing I, I, I'm trying my best to figure out new ways to really encourage people to take an interest in further advancing their monetary literacy. And as of right now, the 10 quest, 10 question quiz on the rethinking.com website is still hovering around 60%. So people are taking a test. They're not doing too good. And so hopefully those people from that test, get a chance to see where they stand as far as some of the basic historical things of our country and come around to the idea of the importance of precious metals and all the monetary policies and fiscal policies and all the issues with that. So, but once again, it's up to you guys to continue to spread the good news on your, on your end so people can be awake and aware. And uh, more, it's, it's never been more important right now to begin taking matters into your own hands, of course. So anyway, be blessed, be safe. I will see you guys later. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug from the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. 
With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.